0: In the middle of March, 2020, um, it was insane. It was absolutely insane. I mean, we had no idea what was happening. COVID really started taking over the headlines. We were seeing these insane videos out of, um, China and Wuhan. And all of a sudden major sports were starting to get canceled. I mean, it was literally the middle of a game. The NBA got canceled because. We were officially entering a pandemic. And I remember going to the Reddit/slash investing subreddit, and I wrote a post that I thought made sense at the time. The market was down 30%. It was falling crazily every every day. And I wrote a Reddit post that said: <coughs> buying leverage ETFs is the only long-term investment that makes sense right now. And I didn't know this at the time, but literally I wrote this probably like five days before the absolute bottom of the market. The absolute bottom. And essentially, my thesis was very simple. A leverage ETF is just that. A normal ETF, but it gets three times the returns or three times the losses. The specific ones that I wanted to buy was TQQQ. So if you know the ETF, which is, you know, just a basket of stocks, if you know QQQ, you know that's the one that follows the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ's basically the biggest tech companies in the world, basically. So TQQQ gets three times the wins or three times the losses. And as you can tell, you know, writing that in the investing forum, if you know anything about the investing forum Reddit, you know it's more of a conservative um it's a very conservative, it's a very dividend focused, it's a very hold and hold forever type of forum, you know, very war, old school Warren Buffett type of mindset strategy. However, in my thoughts back then, my whole thesis was this We know that in the long term, QQQ always goes up, SPHD always goes up, SPY always goes up, the SP 500 and the NASDAQ are always gonna go up by around 8% on average. Some years they're gonna be down 10%, some years are gonna be down 20%, some years they're gonna be up 20%, some years even up 40%. Um, on average, we can expect it's going to be up around 8%. That's historically, basically, what I've done in the past. Knowing this, the only logical thing as an investor to do would to be find out how much risk I can take on and invest in that nearly guaranteed investment. For instance, if someone came to you and said, "Hey, do you want to do you want $10 million from me, but you have to pay it back in 40 years?" Would you take that offer where they just said, "Hey, you can borrow $10 million from me, but you have to pay it back in 40 years?" Would you take that offer? Most people would say yes because average person would take that 10 million and invest in the stock market and make eight percent which is eight hundred thousand a year and if that person doesn't charge you interest for the 40 years then hey (laughs) 40 years later that even though it's 10 million dollars inflation will make that 10 million only worth like 5 million or something like that um because that's what inflation does so realistically if you can borrow money to invest you should. And there's an optimal formula to borrow at a certain rate, borrow at a certain cost and still make money on top of your return that makes up the difference between your borrowing cost and your return cost. There's some sort of optimal sort of math formula you can use there. Now with leverage ETFs, we know that the only way a leverage ETF, a 3 times leverage ETF goes to zero is if the market goes down by 40% or more in a day that's the only way an ETF, like a, le- a triple leverage one can go to zero. And in the market, there's market breakers that do that, right? Now me, when the market's at 35% down or 30% down, I know historically the most the market would ever go down is 60% or 50%. And I know back then, like, you know, obviously I look like Nostradamus now, but back then I had no idea the market was gonna start going up the next week. Literally no idea. There was nothing that could really guarantee that we were at the bottom. I just bought strictly on probabilities. And that's part of the reason I ended up doing around a 60, 70% return in my portfolio last year. But Flight Crew, when it comes to investing in leverage ETFs this year, and 3x ETFs this year. I can share kind of my investing strategy with it and the way that I think about it, because I know some of you may want to add a little bit more risk um, in your portfolio. The only caveat I'll say is realistically, this is only probably healthy for maybe 5% to 10% of people who are listening to this, who want to add, who are really looking to ETFs, want to know like a leverage ETF strategy um, and want to kind of take advantage of the market at those certain periods and i'll kind of share my investing strategy with leverage etfs now that can turn your average 8% return to maybe to like a 10 to 12 or maybe even 15% return um, depending on how aggressive you want to do it so this is all i do historically within the market the market drops maybe 7% every 2 years that's how it used to be However, we're at this low interest rate environment where borrowing is really, really cheap, which means that the market is gonna be extremely volatile now. So 7% drops probably are gonna happen, like I would guess three times a year. I could see it happening three times a year. Now, every time the market drops around seven to 10%, the strategy that I'm incorporating in my portfolio is I'll probably be around 20 to 30% cash at the time. If it drops 7 to 10%, I'm going to buy around 10 to 20% of leveraged ETFs. Now, when it first hits five and first hits 7%, I'm gonna borrow extremely heavy. So if I'm at a 20% cash position, I'm going down to 10, I'm going to down 15, really, really aggressively, very early. And then as we start slowly, staying within that low that down 10 percent from all-time highs that down 15 percent from all-time highs as the nasdaq or as the s p 500 mostly s p 500 is what i look at when the s p 500 is down to 10 the longer it stays down the more i invest and maybe i'll go down from you know down from from 30 cash to 20 cash down to 10 percent cash maybe down to 5% cash, or maybe down to hundred percent invested. And as it's down there, then I'm starting to sell my more conservative stocks and put my money into more risky stocks. The thought process for me is the market goes up slowly. It comes down very hard. It crashes down very aggressively. And most of the times the market doesn't just trickle down slowly. That's not necessarily what the market does. Um, me knowing that as an investor, I think on a probability, a risk adjusted basis, if I really want to take advantage of these dips, that's the best way to do it. Just as it goes down, it drips down, I start investing heavily. And then as the market starts going up, up and up, when it returns to all time highs, I sell maybe 50% of the leveraged ETFs I bought. Now, when I'm selling my portfolio, um, when I'm selling these levered ETFs, I'm doing it much slower than I did when um, I actually bought them. So if I bought all of my levered ETFs within a month, it would take me around two weeks of the market being at all-time highs to really sell all of them. And I'm just selling them until I'm back at that twenty percent um, cash rate, or if the market stays in all-time highs for a long time, then I'll probably end up being at 30% cash. And that's essentially my strategy. Now, I know it's harder to hear over a podcast, but essentially it's when the market drops to 10%, I'm buying levered to ETFs. When the market's at all team all-time highs, I am selling ETFs. And when the market's at all-time highs, I'm trying to stay around 20 to 30% cash. Uh, when the market's down 10% from all-time highs, I'm trying to go down to 10% cash or 5% cash. Now, depending on where you are in your age and your career and your investing, the strategy is going to be a little different. Me, I'm going to be closer to nearly invested more than the average person because I'm still in my 20s. So that means that the actual nest egg of wealth I have isn't as big as it's going to be when I am retired. Now, if I'm closer to retirement, even when the market drops like 10 to 20% down, I'm probably at that point only gonna go from like 30% cash down to 20, maybe even 15% of cash. Because from your salary, your salary is not gonna replace that amount of money within the next year so. You have to really think and manage your cash a bit better when you have that much amount of capital um, you're deploying. Now, if you're thinking about which triple leverage ETFs to buy, I would stick to the basics so the triple leverage ones for the nasdaq would be tecl and tqqq the one for um s p 500 is upro upro and the one for the dow is the UDO, udo O zero. um those are what i invest in i never invest in the inverse ones the ones that you know where you make money when the market goes down i think when you start to get into that you start to get to weird little dynamics where you're trying to actually time when the market's going down and that's really hard remember as i said before when the market goes down it goes down fast right so you'd have to basically guess when the market's about to explode down which is extremely hard and then you'd have to sell it relatively quick because the market doesn't like just go down for weeks it usually is like three days it goes on hard you know very 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 hard to time um it's in my opinion it's better to you know take advantage of buys or you know write covered calls covered calls of course you can make some money there i might start into i don't personally now use covered calls where i write an option and sell an option and you know make that premium but maybe in the future i'll start incorporating that to my portfolio and as always the best most bright, the brightest investors are the uneducated ones that's because the uneducated investor they never stop learning uh, let me know what you think about leveraged ETFs. I feel like they're like almost a best kept secret. I know the conservative investing crowd hates them, but in my opinion, I cannot, I just don't understand how. Um, you know, if you're someone who r- really looks at investments, if you're someone who really um, is trying to, you know, make that return, and you're constantly looking at new stocks and researching stocks, like if you're spending like over. 10 to 20 hours a week researching. Um I think understanding the risk benefits and how to, you know, add that risk in your portfolio, I, I just don't under see the the fault of it. Um I don't know. Obviously, you know, some people have there's a lot of people who really struggle with the risk management aspect of investing. So if you're someone who's really finds himself over risking, you're taking the Wall Street bets type of trades and you keep blowing up your portfolio and destroying your capital. I would say stay far away from that but if you're someone who's you know really into risk management really into managing a portfolio and looking into maybe adding 5 to 10% um of your portfolio in leverage ETFs I think this strategy could definitely be something that you could look into and as always uh we got to take off flight crew I will see you next time